the Blackshaw Art Hour. Ooh, that's a tasty air treat. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Blackshaw Arts Hour. We're not in the studio this week, but we do have what you want, what you really, really want, which is, of course, the next episode of Black Shuck. Would be, am I all right? Well, I'm not. Nearly gave me a coronary. Are you not? He'd serve you right. What's your bloody fault? How? You got me to fire down a trigger. So it'd fire easier in an emergency. I forgot that cleaning things is a state of emergency for you. Oh, do you think they'll have heard in land? <sighs> no, too far off. Unless they're out digging bait or something. Do you think they'll have heard? On the boat? Coot to Sea Eagle, come in please, over. Coot to Sea Eagle, come in please, over. Oh God, what if they have? Well, then you're to blame for them legging it back out to sea, I would. Oh God. Coot to Sea Eagle, come in please, over. Hello Coot, what's up, over? Um, just checking up. Oh, over. Everything's fine here. Not far from you now. Over. Good. Out. <sighs> Everything okay? Your end? Over? Yes, yes, all good. No panic. Out. Are you positive? Anything we should know about? Over? Uh, did you just hear anything? Over? No. Did you? Over? No, over. So why do you ask? Over. <laughs> Just checking. Over. Checking over. <laughs> oh, idiot. Ow. Okay, so everything's fine. Everybody's happy. Nobody heard anything. Over. Uh, yep, all good. Over. All right. Out. <sighs> Honestly. Sorry. Guns go off. They're sensitive. They're dangerous. You're a liability. I didn't mean to. Well, don't then. It's a turnstone. Pretty name, that. Hmm, right. Look, we just got to wait it out now. I've got a fishy, I'm gonna let the dishy have you another fishy. When the fishy on a little dishy. I've got a fishy when the board comes in. Give it a rest! We're trying to be subtle, remember? I'm sorry. What's that from then? How do you mean? Why do I know it? Oh, advert in the nineties, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah. For what? Fish. Oh. Well, I'm off to water the peonies. Pardon? Well, I'm off to make the ocean deeper. I'm not with you. I'm going for a piss. Why didn't you just say that? Because I'm a woman outdoors and I can't put it off any longer. Take the radio. If they turn up, take delivery. I'll be back very soon.
hoist to catch her. Let's have a proper look at this red welt then, shall we? Ooh, lovely. Vehicle to code, come in, please. Oh, over. bugger. Uh, um, uh, re receiving loud and clear, Sea Eagle. Over. Who is this? Over. Coot, 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 eh, coot, eh, coot, 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 um, but all fine. We're ready for you. Over. Good. The moon's about to go in again, but shouldn't be a problem. Out. Okay. Out. Well, that's out of the way for the night. Good. Everything all right here? Yep. Fine. Did I miss anything? No. Good. Oh, yeah. They radioed. And? It was just a progress report. And how's progress? Oh, it's good, it's good. It's back on track. They didn't find it odd that you answered, not me? No, no. Well, I think we got away with it. So everything's hunky-dory? Yep. So why are you acting so oddly? Um... Oh, I told you, no lights! Give me that and the stupid shell. You can have it back uh, when uh, you promise ow, to stop being ow, an almighty numpty. Ow, Will you arm. stop being an almighty numpty? Yes. yes! Good. Do try. Just for tonight. Just one thing. Yes. You can keep the shell. Oh, thank you. For luck. Most kind. You can have it back at the end of class. Dog. Or a werewolf. Got the full moon for it. Why is it called a werewolf? Weird name. Were means man in Old English. It just means man-wolf. Oh, right. I had a feeling you'd know. So why do they come out when there's a full moon? Don't know. Could be something to do with the old theory that sanity was linked to the phase of the moon. That's why a lunatic's called a lunatic. They come out on a full moon. Luna means moon, I think. Be a good way of keeping people off the marshes. They'd probably believe in werewolves, superstitious yokels. Ah, you're not the first to think so. Oh, go on then, since we've got time. Well, there's a local legend about a dog, a massive black dog. There was a local old boy, old Bob, who we went fishing with when we were kids. He used to tell us stories while we were motoring out or waiting for a bite. That story terrified me about this dog from the devil called Black. Shuck. Couldn't he have thought of a less rubbish name? Shuck's a local word. means air. So this dog's called Black Hair? And this story scared you? Anyway, this story is supposed to go back to the 12th century or, or Viking times or, or something about this massive, brutal, hairy black dog. It's a shaggy dog story, then? And he's got red glowing eyes. Meaning he can't creep up on you in the dark? Andy, that... This dog is a harbinger of death. 
There's stories of sightings from here right down to Essex, and if you see him, you'll be dead before the year's out. Ooh. Later on, I went to the library and checked out this story to see if it was just an old wives' tale or if there'd been any sightings in that. Well, go on then. Which is it? Both. Pardon? It's both. There's a few theories about how the legend started. It came over with the Vikings and Norse mythology, like tricks of the moonlight, stray animals, that sort of thing. But the most convincing theory is that it was invented by smugglers. They wanted to keep people off the marshes and away from where they were going to be landing. So they invented the myth? And by all accounts, it worked. The trouble is, and here's where the story gets frightening, they planted a seed and the legend grew. So the dog got blamed for things that had happened before, like this church in Suffolk where there's scorch marks on the door. They say it's this dog's paws. We ran through the church in the olden days. Then the story gets embellished, like how the steeple collapsed and people died in the church. Once the seed is planted, the story grows. There's more sightings. People see stuff whenever they're out in the dark. Their eyes play tricks, but they believe it's shuck. One guy, on his way home from the pub, was found one morning, his fence post in his hands that he'd swing at anything that moved, screaming about the one-eyed dog. Once the seed is planted, it becomes real. One guy, on his way to milk the cows... In the yeah, mo- that's the trouble with these stories. They're all about folksies in ye olden days. Who do you know who's ever milked a cow? That's the thing. These sightings still happen. There was a story in the paper about local legends, and, and the last sighting of Black Shuck was 2007 or something. Some woman was driving and had to swerve to avoid a giant black dog. But when she went back to look, there were no paw prints, no sign of any dog. Nothing. So the logical explanation is that it's a ghost. I don't believe it. You don't believe it because it's stupid. But people are just as suggestible now as in the olden days. Those smugglers who invented the myth planted the seed a little too well. And 500 years later, a woman sees things and swerves to avoid shuck. Sounds more like an insurance scam to me. You can take the mick if you want. I will. Hit the road, Jack Russell. (laughs) Goodness gracious, Great Danes of Fire. <laughs> Alsatian, a little prayer for you. Got <laughs> <laughs> lipstick on your collie. I just want you Dachshund for good. Oh. oh. Puns of shit, aren't they? Yeah, they're not even funny. Lassie of the Mohicans. Yeah, let's stop now. Ain't nothing but a hound dog. I'm scraping the barrel now, aren't we? How'd we get started on this? Black shark. Oh, yeah, the nasty doggy. Or... He's not a nasty doggy. There's also stories about Black Shuck protecting women when they're in danger. I'll be all right then. Or he guides travellers home when they're lost. That'll be you most of the time. It's bleak, isn't it? What? Well, it's proper bleak here. You'd start seeing demon dogs just from going balmy. Grey, cold, miserable... Probably drizzly most of the time. Don't know why anyone would want to come on holiday here. I love it. Really? I can see why you'd like mountains and that. Dramatic. Not my cup of tea, but at least you can appreciate it's beautiful. But this? Just lonely. Balls! One holiday, when I was a bit older and went off for walks on my own... Oh, and that wasn't lonely? I must have been 14-ish or so. I walked all the way down this peninsula. Miles and miles it went. Tricky walking. It was all loose shingle. Horrible. Gets in your shoes. I'd walk in the sea. I don't want to do that. 
There's jellyfish all along here. Crabs, weaver fish. What's one of them, then? All nasty little critters. They lie in the shallows and have these poisonous spines. No warning, you're just walking along by the surf and then these poisonous spines are in your feet and you're in agony. And not just lonely, it's dangerous too. Well, that's, that's not the most dangerous. There's landmines left over from the war and stuff like that too. Bulldozers working on a seawall turn them up and bird watchers find them. I've never found one, though. I'd like to. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Anyway, here I was on this peninsula and I didn't see a soul for hours. Tide was out. No one around. Loneliest thing I've ever heard of. No, because when I did see another face, he gave me a smile. He was farming oysters or mussels or something. He'd come out on the marshes on his tod. He was glad to see another face. So was I. So he smiled at me and said hello. And I smiled at him and said hello. And then he went on his way. Like ships that pass in the night. You don't get that in London. That's why London's lonely as you think here would be and, and why here is friendlier than any city. He was probably a pedo. Saw a teenager wandering alone on a marshes. Come out and get you. <laughs> no, I think I would have noticed if he was a pedo. Nah, probably changed his mind once he set eyes on you close up. <laughs> Lucy don't seem to mind. No accounting for taste. Who crapped in your handbag? Calm down, Tar. I'm passing the time of day. Well, time of night. I know you're sarcastic, but you're not normally like this. Like what? Bitchy. I don't know if you're taking a piss or, or just being deliberately rude. All right, Art. I'm scared. You? Scared? All right. I, I, I'm apprehensive, then. This is the biggest job we've ever done. Yeah, think of the money. Yeah, think of the money. But bear in mind how long we'll go down for if we're caught. Well, it's only skunk. It's not only thing hard. No. This a man will be going down for a long time. Think on that. We're a long way away from just dealing around the estate. We're away from help and friends and places to hide. And round here, the locals have got shotguns and aren't afraid to take the law into their own hands. This place is perfect for a murder. Miles of wilderness washed by the sea twice a day. I know. And if it wasn't dangerous enough, we'd get caught by the tide. We have to try not to drown, freeze, get poisoned by spiky fish or blown up by ancient landmines. So, I'm apprehensive. And I'm scared. Okay. So stop taking it on me. Okay. But stop wittering on. Reckon there's jellyfish round here then? Yeah, I would have thought so. Brilliant. And crabs? Yeah, famous for it. Better and better. And weaver fish? Probably. Great. And landmines? No, I wouldn't have thought so. Oh, well, there's an upside. I could be wrong, though. Which didn't last very long. Still safer than London. No, uh, thing is, here's where London is lonely. Remember Rob? Rob? Which Rob? Lopsided Rob. Lopsided Rob. Halfway to being an 80s fashion icon with his one shoulder pad. Yeah, I remember him. Well, his dad worked cleaning this warehouse down the Isle of Dogs. Huge, this place was. Covered about two acres. And Rob's dad, well, they'd know if he hadn't cleaned it properly, the foreman did a check every morning. So all through the night, every night, Rob's dad swept and mopped the whole lot. But there was an extractor fan one end of the building and an inductor fan the other to keep the air moving through. And outside the end with the inductor fan was this wood yard. So all the sawdust had come blowing in all through the day. Every night, he'd turn up and sweep two acres of aisles, then mop two acres of aisles and it'd be dry by the time they turned up to work in the morning. But with people tramping through and the sawmill next door, it'd be filthy again by the time lopsided Rob's dad had turned up. And all through the night, every night, Rob's dad swept and mopped the whole lot. 
Lonely bloody place it was at night. I went with Rob once for some reason, can't remember why. All you could hear was this fan echoing away. Woom, 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 through the whole building. And imagine being there on your own. The place was so big, you'd imagine there was someone in the next aisle, round the next corner. Every so often you'd look up to check no one's climbing the shelves above you. You'd just see things. And all through the night, every night, Rob's dad swept and mopped the whole lot. Until, one night, he just snapped. They came in in the morning and the warehouse wasn't clean. The place was so big it took a while to find him. When they did, he was just sat in the pool of sunlight what came through the hole in the wall where the fan was, clutching his hand to his throat and just saying over and over, it's too much, it's too much. And that was all he ever said again, rest of his life. It's too much, it's too much. The whole rest of his life? Yeah. Once he snapped, there was no putting him back together again. Did anything happen to him that night? Not as far as anyone knows. I reckon he just did it to himself. Clutching his hand round his neck, like this? Apparently. That's interesting. You know where that comes from? Well, I have a feeling you're going to inform me. It's medieval. In the Middle Ages, people used to keep holy relics in lockets round their neck. And, and when they were in danger or frightened or stressed, they, they clutched the locket, asking for God's protection from evil and that. You don't say. And the funny thing is that the gestures remained, and we think we're so advanced and enlightened and not superstitious, but really it all goes back to somewhere. We're all kids frightened of the dark, deep down. Know what? You can be really, really boring sometimes. <laughs> You've been listening to Black Shuck by Duncan Hands, with Rachel Knott as Martha, Alexander Pankhurst as Art, and additional voices by Tom Slatter, Duncan Hands, and Ellie Pitkin. The show is directed by Ellie Pitkin, with sound by Andrew Crane. The theme music is Missed on the Moor by Kevin MacLeod at Incompetech.com. This was a Blackshaw Theatre Company production. been listening to the blackshaw art hour follow us on twitter at blackshaw update watch us on the instagrams at blackshaw theater like us on the facebook at blackshaw online and find all the things at blackshawonline.com.com